Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. A few weeks ago we had a conversation about movie franchises and so on. One that I don't think we actually touched upon greatly during the course of that was Spider-Man. And it's an interesting case, Alex, first, because Spider-Man, well, we're into multiple movies now and it's probably had, other than James Bond, more actors play Spider-Man than just about anyone else. Oh, it's fantastic. Last 15 years, um, which train are you on? It doesn't matter because they're all terrific. In fact, if you think about Spider-Man versus the other superheroes, I reckon this is my favourite. I'm not just saying that because the movie's come out. All of them have been terrific. If you go back 15 years, then it was Tobey Maguire. We we didn't know much about Tobey Maguire. People were critical. Why why would you cast somebody who's an unknown he was terrific in the role. And then Andrew Garfield picked it up a decade later. He was very, very strong. And now you've got a fresh-faced kid. Looks like he hasn't even started shaving. His name's Tom Holland. I think he's 21 years of age and he's playing a 15-year-old. <laughs> and this is a really different Spider-Man, but it's terrific. Really, really good. Loved it. Absolutely bursts with energy. It's fresh. It's funny. And I, I just I went in there with incredibly high expectations and it exceeded those. Isn't that great when you when you go into a cinema and you sort of think, oh, this is going to be wonderful. You come out sprouting like I'm sprouting. I, I'm bursting to tell you about it. Well, I'm glad to hear that it exceeded your expectations. And let's find out about this. Firstly, my big question, whenever we get a new actor playing Spider-Man, the producers seem to think it's very important to take us back through the whole bit about Peter Parker being bitten by a radioactive spider and developing spider powers. Do we have to sit through that again in Spider-Man Homecoming? Uh-uh. No, we do not. Oh, hooray! We, we just presume this has happened. Isn't that good? <laughs> and then you move on from there. In fact, Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, a.k.a. Tom Holland, who plays these, debuted in Captain America Civil War. And he returns home. He lives with his Aunt May. Marissa Tomei plays that character. Under the watchful eye of a new mentor, Tony Stark. Robert Downey Jr. And he tries to fall back into his normal daily routine, as you do, because he goes to school. Inevitably, he's distracted by thoughts of proving himself, though, because Tony Stark tries to brush him aside, kind of a distraction that he can do without. You've also got a new villain. Do you remember Michael Keaton played a superhero? He was Batman he, all those years ago. He was. It was... It was... The first of the Batman movies, the first time Batman had been brought to the big screen since the days of of, um, of uh, Adam West. Yeah, and look, he did a decent job. But here, you turn the tables, he's a bad guy. He, he's called the Vulture. And he's disenchanted with the New World Order. There's a reason for this. You get, you get that story. You get why Michael Keaton goes from decent fellow to bad guy. I'm not going to say any more than that. But he emerges as this new villain and Spider-Man becomes his nemesis. This is the time for Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, to prove to Tony Stark 
that he can live up to huge expectations. So speaking of the characters that he plays, Tom Holland explained that before Peter can join his heroes, he's got a host facing up to this host of new challenges. He goes from having the time of his life battling with the Avengers in, in the Civil War movie, Captain America, then suddenly he feels like he's got nothing to do. And Tony Stark's assigned him to be the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, and that means helping cats out of trees <laughs> and little old ladies cross the street. Well, and, that was the song, you know. Yeah. Wasn't it? That was the line, wasn't it? He's your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, so that's exactly. understandable. Tony Stark knows his Marvel Comics universe. It's good to see. Could you please hum a few bars, knowing that you're so good at this? No, no, no. Homer Simpson did it best in the Simpsons movie, and we'll just move along. <laughs> Well, so that's that's what he's been assigned. Nothing too hairy. And then Spider-Man stumbles across high-tech weapons, which leads him down a path of learning and mastering his new abilities and powers. What a matchup! And what a team, Mike! Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to MetroPCS and get a 32 gig iPhone SE for $0. MetroPCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T Mobile network or active on MetroPCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. This is incredible because it's the prototype for me for the successful translation of a comic book into a live action adventure thrill ride. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what you want to want to see. So, hey, it's unlike all the others because this, the web spinner is but a kid, very, very wet behind the ears. Doesn't that work? An absolute treat. It was just wonderful. And Michael Keaton, boy, has his career kicked up a notch in the last few movies, hasn't it? I mean, it, Oscar nominations. He was in the wilderness for a while, wasn't he? We go back to... Do you, you remember him in Beetlejuice all those years ago? Yeah, yeah. And, of course, he was Batman and then Birdman and now the Vulture. Yeah, and he, yeah. And he was in Spotlight as well. Wasn't that a ripper oh, of a film? Oh, that was a film? great film, yeah. One of the best and, films and of the past decade. It was true. Uh, just my, my film of the year that year. And then, of course, he, he did the McDonald's thing, right? So, I mean, he, he's been cast in some wonderful things, but he, he does the villain well. It's not an over-the-top type display as some villains are. And I, I thought the backstory was decidedly plausible that I alluded to. When you think about Iron Man's alter ego, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. never fails to impress. Mm. He's made that role his own. And, I mean, if, you, if you're looking at great superhero movies, apart from Spider-Man, Iron Man would be one. And one of the little-known characters who was in a movie, what, a couple of years ago, Ant-Man, I enjoyed that a lot too. And the 3D, by the way, if you haven't seen that in 3D, you really should. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. So Tony Stark's sort of interplay with a new kid on the block, that is wonderful. The frequent humour, really easy on the ears and eyes. In fact, everything about this movie, Spider-Man Homecoming, co-written and directed by John Watts, by the way, who did Cop Car, a real winner. And, hey, I'm going to... Can I wax lyrical about <laughs> Spider-Man? It's, it's, it's a fine web on Gossamer oh, oh. in which I am happily ensnared, my friend. I, I, I really should have said no. <laughs> you should have, yeah. Too late. I reckon Spider-Man Homecoming gets an 8 out of 10, and if you're pushing me, I could give it an 8.5. I loved it. It was really, really good. One of my movies of the year. It's, one, it's a score that we'll never give to your puns. Thank you, Alex. 
Bye now. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.